for tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. Inoculation by Barbara Smith. In my college communication classes, I noted as time went on and I tackled course after course, you could see how that though we were studying communications, which to many would be, oh yeah, I had a conversation yesterday with a friend or I talked to so-and-so on the phone um, the other day and she said whatnot or whatnot. Yet, it is so much more, communication is so much more than that. We as complex human beings are multidimensional. Mark 12 verse 30 tells us, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. If we were not multidimensional, um, he could have just said, love the Lord. But he put the various parts of our being in that statement. He wants us to love him with everything we are, of course, in other words. But everything about us participates in communication, in our communication efforts, whether by inclusion or omission. Our human natures, personalities, cultures, character, and our attitudes, everything plays a part. I could be communicating something to you with my mouth and my body language, my eyes, could be saying something else. There are some people whose face is just an open book and they they can't keep a poker face. It's not beneficial for them sometimes. Let me share with you a short excerpt from one of my papers um, back in the day called Persuading the Masses. It was in a portion titled Knowing Your Audience Regarding Attitudes. It goes like this. Attitudes stem from human nature, character, and personality, along with cultural background and exposure. A person may not have an opinion yet on what you are addressing if they have never heard of it before. If this is the case, you will have an empty canvas to work with and a very good chance of persuading them. It is important to know what the listener's attitudes are in general and about the specific subject you are presenting before attempting to persuade them. You may have to do a little inoculation first, meaning you may have to dissuade them in some areas before you can persuade them on your viewpoint. People generally want to know how doing what you are asking or believing what you are saying will affect them personally. Find out if they are patriots, community-minded, or just self-centered. For example, know if they are single or married before presenting a topic on marriage, because depending on your findings, your approach to the subject will be completely different, as will your attitude toward the subject. Studies have shown that if you can change a person's attitude, 
you can also change their behavior. It's very interesting to note, you don't just jump right into a subject if you do not know your audience. But let's go on. We studied this extensively, but there was within the communications um, study, a theory called the inoculation theory was developed by William McGuire in 1961. It is a theory of communication that shows how that attitudes and beliefs change, yet they can be protected from and be resistant to persuasion and influence. McGuire used the analogy of medical inoculation to prove this point. If you're inoculated with the disease, you build up an immunity to the actual disease that may attack your body on an even greater scale later on, thus protecting you from the gravest symptoms of that disease. This is what they've been trying to express in this unique environment we call COVID-19 now that we live in. In the same token, if you inoculate or pre-expose your audience with a lesser version of a stronger threat that is inevitable, that's coming, you can basically prepare them for it and thus prevent attitude change. And by doing so, you can protect them from propaganda, fake news, peer pressure, and false rhetoric. This is a great responsibility that we have on the shoulders of Christians, parents, and teachers in the world that we live in. Our first steps are to teach, 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 teach. We've got to teach our children 24-7, eight days a week, if you want to say. The Word of God and our congregations need to be taught, 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 taught the Word of God. This will mold their attitudes and beliefs so they can be strong and their principles can be set in stone and be stored in their heart in the event crisis occurs or comes to their life. That is our first step. Secondly, they need to be inoculated so that their attitudes and beliefs can be resistant to change. This can be accomplished by taking the classroom to the street, so to speak. Teaching should be taking place at all times, everywhere you go, whatever the circumstance is, not just in a classroom setting. We try so hard to not be tainted by the world. We play the avoidance game. We try to avoid them. However, then when we encounter a real life situation, we're totally ignorant as to how to tackle it. And we are ignorant to Satan's devices. He is the master of deceit. We have got to be on guard. Now more than ever, we must tackle the problems of this world head on. Yes, sadly to say, even with our smallest children. It is sad that the children have to grow up so fast these days. But if we do not teach them from our knowledge, our experience, and from the word of God, this world, ungodly teachers, friends that are just trying to guess at life themselves, the internet, everything will teach them if we do not. Do not lose heart if you think you've not filled these shoes as a parent or as a Christian leader. Up to this point, it can be remedied. We have to take steps toward dissuasion, then persuasion. First, learn your audience, aka your congregation or your children. Find out what they're dealing with right now in their lives. Secondly, find out what the Word of God says about the subject and adjust your beliefs and attitudes first toward that subject in accordance with His Word, not your own opinion. Thirdly, begin to deal with it without fear. 
Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, kids don't come with a manual, but we can do this with the help of the Lord. Your attitude and approach will make the difference in how the child and or the child of God is influenced. You will be inoculating them just by bringing up the subject instead of shirking the subject because you'll get those little wheels to turning and they will begin to think about these things instead of reacting. It allows them to stop just going with the flow and begin to make their own course. Dissuasion can begin by asking open-ended questions to them like, so who told you that? Do you think they were right? What would you have done in that situation? And why? And so on and so forth. They must begin to mature and think for themselves to be able to make it in this godless generation, in this world. As in Judges 2.10, they had the same situation. It says, and also all that generation were gathered unto their fathers. And there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. If we do not tell them about the miracles of the Lord, who will? Ephesians 6 verse 4 tells us what to do. And ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in nurture and admonition of the Lord. You know, in a household full of kids, especially teenagers, there are going to be those eye-rolling moments and conflicts that happen, but they can be prevented if parents become proactive. Parents are just in la-la land, going with the flow, just existing, trying to get by, and I understand that. But when they begin to deal with a subject, it's already after the fact. This is where those eye-rolling moments happen with those kids. We must inoculate. We must broach the subject first, way before the world hits them with it, or an even greater blow will hit them that they're not even expecting. If we become proactive, this can protect their beliefs and attitudes about the subject. And often when they're hit with it, then they won't be blindsided. They won't be caught off guard and just be in full shock with the deer in the headlights. Look, they'll be ready. As you are aware in this COVID world, one shot is not a cure-all. You need a flu shot, a COVID shot, a shot for this and a shot for that, and you'll have to get it again because you continually have to stay up on the latest mutations that are happening with these diseases. It's the same in this world. It's not just a one-time deal. We've got to stay involved. We must stay engaged in the Word of God and in the teaching always of our children and Christian leaders of their congregation, their spiritual children. We must keep our guard up in order to protect our beliefs, our values, and our attitudes. It's a new day. Oh, it's a new time. A new way. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and His mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless.